Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and I'm delighted that you've tuned into our program this morning. Today we have a very special guest from Paws for Healing, Marcy Ellenbogen, who will be stopping by with her little buddy and telling us about this very wonderful organization. Then, after our halftime break, A.J. Kubani, an inventor, will be talking about some amazing pet products that he developed and we'll also have some tips for other would-be inventors. Before we get started, though, we need to take a short break, but we'll be right back here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'd like to welcome to the show Marcy Ellenbogen and her special little pet pal here, Oreo the Therapy Bunny. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. Now, Oreo's kind of special. You know, we've had therapy dogs on the show before and even therapy cats, but this is the very first therapy bunny I've seen. Well, we're happy to be your first therapy <laughs> bunny pet partner team. Wow. Now, is this unusual for bunnies to be therapy pets? Probably more unusual than dogs or cats, but there are a few other rabbits, and there's been a guinea pig and a rat oh, as a wow. therapy pet, but most of them are dogs and then cats and then probably little miscellaneous other animals, a couple of birds. Now, you're with a very special organization called Paws for Healing. Now, can you tell me a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. And just so they know, it's Paws, P-A-W-S, and the number four instead of spelled out, and then uh-huh. healing if somebody looks for it. Okay. It's one of the many groups that's underneath the umbrella organization of the Delta Society. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. we bring, you know, pet partner therapy into different facilities. Um, there's hospitals. There's... Uh, senior housing, Alzheimer's, the Ronald McDonald House, and also Reed certified. We're Reed certified, so we work with um, children in the libraries and different schools for the kids to read to the animals, so there's oh. no peer pressure. And We've had a little bit of that on the show before. That's such a wonderful program because kids feel so comfortable reading yes. to an animal, whereas they might not feel so comfortable reading to an adult or one of their peers. And Correct. It helps them tremendously, and it helps the patients, too. Let's talk a little bit. What is pet-assisted therapy? Well, you go in and you just you kind of forget about whatever facility we're at, you forget about really why you're there because you just see the animals and it just brings kind of calmness and peacefulness and, you know, just a different element to what you're, you know, living in the places for day to day. When we go to Ronald McDonald House, you know, the families are there and the siblings and the kids and that's what they're doing every day is just pretty much fighting for their lives and then you have this and it takes all of that away for an hour, an hour and a half and you can ask questions or it reminds them of their animals at home and kind of brings that, you know, comfort back to them for a while. Well, and that's so nice. Um, you know, he's a pretty cool bunny, and they love to see that because they're, I mean, they love the dogs as well, but, you know, it's a nice little different animal in there. And I've also heard, too, that when animals go to visit Alzheimer's patients, that it actually helps 
in a lot of ways, the patients will actually start speaking more clearly. They'll remember things that really happened mm -hmm. um, in their own past, and it actually is a wonderful tool that helps them come back to the real world. Yeah, I believe that they really stimulate different elements. You know, people and kids that haven't used their hands or if their hands are curled up, you know, when the animals come in, they all of a sudden can speak and open their hands and they want to walk the dog or I have a leash for Oreo and, you know, they can walk and it just opens up all your stuff that hasn't been, you know, that's yeah. been uh, dormant for a while. So and it is amazing how they do that. Have you heard about the progress that's being made with stroke patients, too, when they get the chance to have pet-assisted therapy? It actually starts causing various neurons to start reacting again and opening up uh, pathways in the brain. Wow. And just tremendous things are happening as a result of pet therapy. So it's so wonderful that you're doing this. Okay. How did you get involved? We love doing it. Um, I always wanted to do it, and I had dogs, but my animals are rescues, and some are good at that, and my dogs just aren't. I mean, they're they're not great in all new situations because I don't know what happened to them before I had them. Mm -hmm. And I had a rabbit. I mean, I've had rabbits for years, and I went out one day when I was feeding my other ones, and I said, she'd make a great therapy rabbit. It just sort of, you know, that light bulb went off. Uh -huh. So I found a facility at that time was called Create a Smile that certified us, registered us to be a pet partner team, and we went from there. So he's my third therapy rabbit because I wanted wow. to keep doing the therapy with the bunny. So when my other two went to bunny heaven... We went and found Oreo. You know, as I think of Benny's, um, the ones that I've handled in animal shelters and and, and rescues, they tend to be a little um, wiggly, to say the least, when they're held, and they have such sharp nails. Mm -hmm. um, is that a concern when you go and visit patients? Um, I don't know if it's a concern or not, but I clip his nails and brush them before I, I mean regularly, but certainly right before I go. Okay. And if the patient or the whoever I'm visiting wants to hold him, I always make sure either I have a big basket, you can't see it, but I have a big decorated basket for each holiday and stuff. So either the, he sits in the basket so his nails oh, aren't right I on see. you, or I have a pretty thick blanket, you know, and put it on your lap. So, so Because he can scratch. Thick. I mean, he can scratch, but I'd okay. rather he scratch me when I, you know, versus yeah. somebody else. So he doesn't do it on purpose, but uh -huh. yeah. So I make sure he's trimmed and groomed before we take them, and then that there's always, you know, the basket or blanket. Now, how does the hospital staff react when you come to visit? They they love him. Absolutely, everybody loves him. You know, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, my God, he's so cute. He's so soft. And he kind of looks like a panda bear, and we say that he has a happy face on his side and a heart around his eyes. So people love that. And, Aww. you know, they're just so amazed that it's a rabbit. A lot of people go, oh, it's a cat. They're like, oh, no, it's a rabbit because they don't expect it to be sure. a rabbit. Mm -hmm. So and everybody he, loves he him. He does seem very calm and very sweet. Do you have a favorite story? I do have. I probably have a couple of them, but one of them, I went to the Ronald McDonald house, and there was, I, I normally stay, there's, you know, a big open air, like a rec room, and that's where we visit. And one of them, a mother came out, and she said, my son just had surgery, and he's, but he's bedridden, can you come in the room and visit? And I had not been in the rooms because I normally stay out, so I asked the manager. He said, sure, you can go in there. And he knew me because I'd been going there for years. And we go in there, and I put Oreo on the bed, you know, put out a blanket and put on the bed, and the the boy put his arm kind of around Oreo. I mean, he's not very big. He only weighs about four pounds, maybe four and a half. Oh, wow. So he put his arm around him. 
And Oreo licked him on the arm, and I've never seen him do that. And I think only once, and he did it like three different times. Like he knew the boy needed a kiss, and the mother saw it, you know, and I take Polaroid pictures because I can then leave them with Mm -hmm. the people we visit. And it was pretty, I mean, I walked out, and it was pretty emotional because it's just like he knew he needed to do a little extra. Isn't it something how animals get that sense? I've heard that so much from other people who have therapy animals. It's like their pets really do know when a patient needs that extra bit of love. Yeah, I believe and, that. And, you know, a lot of people say, ah, you're crazy, you're, you're imagining it. And, and it's it's not imagination. It's really happening. Yes, I These believe These animals that. are just so sensitive and, and just amazing. That's all I can say, amazing. Yes. Now, you've written a book about Oreo's adventures, haven't you? I did write a book about it, and it's called Oreo's Magical Adventures. Uh, did I say that right? I can't even... Uh-oh. <laughs> God, maybe I said that wrong. That's okay. Oreo's Magical Adventures. Oh, wow. And I just did it about a month, finished it about a month ago, and it just kind of tells you about his stories, where he came from and what he does and, you know, just his little biography. And I just did it because I wanted to, you know, for really just self-satisfying. He is so amazing that I wanted to share it with people. Now, where do you um, where do you distribute your book? Well, I'm still working on that, but he does have a website, which is www.oreyo.com. So you can purchase it there, and you can see some of his dog friends and pictures and a little bit about him and all of the um, organizations we belong to are listed there. Okay. Now, you know, every now and then somebody has an animal that they think might make a good therapy pet also. Um, How could they get involved if they wanted to? The best thing to do is you can either go to the Delta website, which is deltasociety.org, which is the umbrella one, but they have all the, you know, links to therapy animals and what you need to do to be registered, become a registered pet partner team. And you can go to Pause for Healing, which is, again, P-A-W-S, the number four, and then healing dot info. Dot info. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, does it take a lot of time to become certified? It's not too much. There's a book you have to look through and or, or read through in a video, and then like a one-day, um, I guess, seminar that you go through, and then you bring the animal back and get certified. But then it, this, the register, the certification and um, registration for that is good for two years. Okay. Does your pet have to pass a test then to Mm -hmm. show that it's good-natured and easy to handle and all that? Yeah. I mean, the dogs have a little more they have to do than the rabbit because you can't really tell the rabbit to sit and stay. Right. (laughs) So, you know, a little different um, evaluation for them. But, yeah, they have to be well met. And then you get certified in different classes, like good with other animals, like you can visit with other animals or visit with kids only or adults only. I mean, if you see, they react better to one than the other. Oh, I see. We're complex rated. We can visit okay. anywhere we want. <laughs> now, how do you start finding hospitals to go visit? Do you um, work through uh, Pause for Healing or the Delta Society, yes. or do you network on your own and find places? I do a little bit on my own, but it's really your spo- the Pause for Healing um, gets all the facilities, and then we have a... a member website and you can just sign up to okay. where when you want to visit so that they know where we're going and when and if we find somewhere you know or somebody says gee I'd love if you could go visit you know where my mom is or my brother or something mm-hmm. we hook you know I connect them with 
our chapter leader for Pause for Healing. Okay. Now, if somebody does get involved with this, do they have to put in a certain amount of hours each month to remain in good standing with the organization, or, or can they just do it when they have some time? You can probably do both. They like to request that you do at least one visit a month. Okay. And the visits are usually an hour, but, you know, with drive time and, you know, but a lot of facilities are close to where, you know, you can go to close to where you live. And can you do it on weekends? Yes, I do it mostly on weekends. Okay. I work full time. So, yeah, I do it mostly on weekends. Occasionally, you know, I can do something during the week or if I take a vacation day or, or it's a holiday and we're off, we can go. Wow. This just sounds wonderful. So, if somebody really wanted to get involved and help out, it's pause, the number four, healing.info. Yes. What a great organization. Marcy, yes. thank you so much for being with us today and bringing Oreo, too. Thank you, Marie. We appreciate being here and that you invited us to be on the show. We do need to take a quick break now, though. Okay. But we'll be back in just a moment here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. to the Pet Place Radio Show on KGIL, AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I'm happy to introduce A.J. Cabani. Good morning, A.J., and welcome to the Pet Place. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Now, I understand you've um, invented some uh, pretty cool pet products, and, and one of them I've actually uh, seen in use. It's the Petty Paws. Yep. I'm the president of a company called Telebrands Corporation, and we're one of our hottest products right now is a product called Petty Paws, and it's a uh, it's a grinder to grind down pet's nails, and it's uh, much safer and gentle than clipping dogs' nails. You know, uh, every dog has something that's a blood vessel that runs through the claw called a quick. Right. And 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 the problem with clipping nails is that sometimes you can hit the quick, and there's a lot of bleeding. It's very painful and stressful for the dog, and even if you don't hit the quick. The nail can shatter, and that can cause stress and pain for the dog as well. Right, especially uh, if you're using a dull clipper, too. Those, those can be really, really troubleful. Yeah, so, so grinders are the way that uh, it, uh, groomers prefer to clip the dog's nails, and it's a, a much more natural approach because it replicates the natural way that dogs can uh, rub their nails down. Uh, the petty paws has a, an outer cover on it. So that accomplishes a couple of things. First of all, it's much safer because you can't accidentally hit the grinder against the dog and, and injure the dog, and also catches all the filings. So okay. you can do it in a very you can do it in a very relaxed atmosphere, uh, sitting on the sofa watching TV. The dog can hop up there and very calm and relaxed, and just trim down the dog's nails. Now let me it's, ask uh, you this: I, I know that the, it makes a little bit of a noise, and that sometimes uh, startles animals. Um, how do you recommend introducing a pet to using the petty paws for the first time? Well, all, all grinders make a noise, obviously, and uh, some dogs uh, get disturbed by that. So just like anything new that you want to introduce to your pet, you need to acclimate your pet, and you do that by first introducing the product. Leave it. I recommend leaving it off initially, and then uh, giving your dog a treat. And when it gets used to the, uh, just the, the, uh, the item by itself, then, uh, you can introduce it turned on. Just put it next to the, next to the pets, uh, right near the pet, turn it on. And, and give him the lots of praise and petting yep. and all that good stuff to get his mind off of the noise. That's right. All that good stuff. 
And then so the pet is, is accustomed to the noise. Uh, then uh, try doing one nail. And okay. some, some, some pets get it you know, right away, the very first time you can trim their nails. And some pets, especially cats, take a little bit longer to mm-hmm. get accustomed to it. Okay, so you shouldn't give up if it doesn't work the first time then. You should just keep, keep working at it little by little until your pet gets used to it. Yeah, we, we've never come across a pet yet that doesn't eventually get used to it. And once they're used to it, there's no, really no better way to trim the pet's nails. Now, the Petty Paws is the best-selling pet product in the country today. Uh, it can be purchased at Walgreens, Bed Bath Beyond, Walmart, Target, and it's uh, really it's, it's the no, number one selling pet product in the country. And That's I see how it pop, on TV all the become. time, too. Yeah. yeah, it's doing very well. It's the, one the of those pro- as-seen-on-TV commercials, which I think you're kind of, uh, you have the reputation of being the king of as-seen-on-TV, if I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, that's what uh, a, a great a TV show called Nightline uh, named me last year, and it kind of stuck. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, the, uh, I've been in the business for 25 years, and we continually come up with new products. And pet products especially have been doing very well for us lately. Uh, a year and a half ago, we introduced a product called Doggy Steps, which uh, also did very well. And you might, have remem- might remember seeing that product on TV. Yes, I do. In fact, I've recommended it to lots of people who have older pets who want to get up onto couches or beds but are just kind of too old to make the jump safely themselves. And so they just uh, put these little special steps right up next to the couch or the bed, and the pet can get right on up and right on down without any trouble. Yeah. I, I had a Bichon Fisse that was getting very old, and that's why I came up with that product. But uh, pet products do very well, and, uh, you know, uh, we all love our pets, and we want to make sure we take extra special care of them because they deserve it. When, you know, as an inventor, how do you come up with these ideas? You're, you're sitting around, you're seeing that your, your dog is having trouble getting up and down in his advanced age. Um, what goes through your head? What's the process to creating something to help? Well, you know, the best ideas come from personal experience. Mm-hmm. I had a, I had a Bichon Fisse, which was getting very old, and she couldn't get up on the sofa anymore. So I just started thinking about it, and I said, it would be nice if we had a little set of steps over here. So we created it, and, uh, you know, I, I know a little bit about engineering and manufacturing, so we are able to, uh, you know, get it out there and get it out for just nineteen ninety nine. At that time, dog steps were selling for over $100, so we're mm-hmm. very happy we, we can get one out for under $50. So that made it really affordable for for everybody. Well, that that was the big deal that it was very affordable. And, and uh, are the doggy steps also in in regular stores, or is that mail order? No, doggy steps can still be found in places like uh, Bed Bath Beyond and Target and uh, Walgreens. Oh, excellent. Okay, I thought it was only uh, one of the commercials as seen on TV that where you have to actually mail order it. So it's good to know you could yep. get those at regular uh, brick-and-mortar stores also. That's yep. wonderful. Have you uh, any new pet inventions in mind that we'll be seeing soon? Uh, nothing yet, but uh, we're always on the lookout for new pet inventions. Okay. So if any listeners have an idea, you know, they can give us a call. You know, we can develop the product and... Uh, and we've made lots of inventors millionaires. Wow. So maybe maybe one of your listeners has an idea that uh, we can market and they can do okay. Well, how would they how would they go about doing that? Uh, you can go to our website and look us up, telebrand.com, or you can just give us a call at 
0300. You know, a lot of people do come up with ideas for, for inventions, and, and they're really good inventions, but they never go anywhere with them. Uh, is it really hard to, to get something marketed and out there and popular? I mean, what are the steps involved? Well, it, it, it gets pretty complicated. First of all, you have to deal with intellectual property rights. Should you patent your product? Is it patentable? And then how do you get it manufactured? And the biggest step is really how do you get it distributed? How do you convince the retail stores to put it in? And, uh, you know, we've been doing it for a long time. We've been in business for 25 years. So we're experts at it. So but you've got it down a, to a science then. <laughs> yeah, we do. We have it down to a science. So the, the fastest way to get it out is to call a company like ours. Uh, of course, anyone can still take the slow approach and, you know, maybe uh, make more money. I'm not sure. Or maybe not get anywhere. But it takes a lot of investment, a lot of time, and uh, a lot of work. Okay, but you give people guidance all along the way and help them get it marketed. Well, when inventors come to see us, we either take a license for the product, and if they don't want to give us a license, we uh, give them advice wow. and tell them how to do it. That's wonderful. Now, um, I, I'm, you know, I've already forgotten, but did you say you have a website? Yes, telebrands.com. How do you spell that? T E L E. B-R-A-N-D-S dot com. Okay. And if somebody wanted to order the Petty Paws or the Doggy Steps, would they go there? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. AJ, thank you so much for being with us today. I think this is is some really good information. I've seen the Petty Paws in use. I think it's wonderful. I've seen the Doggy Steps in use, and it's really a been just a wonderful addition for older pets. So so thanks for thinking of pets when you're thinking of inventing things. And uh, hopefully some of our listeners will go to your site and see if you can help them out with their own pet inventions. All right. Well, terrific. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, we have to take a quick break, but we'll be back in just a moment here on the Pet Place Radio Show on AM 1260 and 540. Stay tuned. the Pet Place Radio Show, I'm Marie Hewitt, and it's time for some Pet Place news. On Monday, November 17th, all of you bathroom and shower stall singers need to join us for the Pet Place Karaoke Night. This is one of our fun fundraisers, and the music starts at 7 p.m. at the Phoenix Club in Anaheim, located at 1340 South Sanderson Avenue. Now, if you're taking the 57 freeway, you'll want to exit at Ball Road, turn right on Phoenix Club Drive, and that's where we'll be. You can actually come as early as 5.30 p.m. and enjoy some great food and wine if you need to, and then the singing begins at 7 p.m. The donations that we receive that night will be used to help get the Pet Place TV show back on the air so we can start finding homes again for pets and Animals and shelters and rescues, and this is really important, so we're hoping we get lots of people to come out and sing with us. And then if you're up for fun two days in a row, on Tuesday, November 18th, you won't want to miss Yappy Hour and Yappetizers at Chaparosa Grill in Tustin. This is a benefit put on by the wonderful new organization, The Fraternity. Go to www thefraternitysite.com or email info at thefraternitysite.com 
And as always, I encourage you to check out the Pet Place website at PetPlace.org to find out more Pet Place news. And once there, click on the contact link and say hi or give us some suggestions for topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show. Pretty much um, everything you hear on the show is something that's been suggested by a listener. So we love to hear from you. Write in, tell us what you want to know more about, and we'll do our best to get it on the show. Well, believe it or not, that's all for me today. Um, Remember, pets need love and a home, too. If you're looking for a pet to fill your holiday season, don't forget to check your local shelters and rescues. They have lots and lots and lots of animals ready for adoption right now, and they'll bring lots of joy and love to your home, and it's a great time of year to bring that into your family. We'll be back next weekend here on AM 1260 and 540. I'm Marie Hewlett. Please spay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day.